life can definitely be a grind sometimes, especially if you're trying to grind up the social ladders of influencers and whatever else you're trying to do. But on this episode, we are talking about a different kind of grind and how oh so sweet it can be and how so, so frustrated. Also, a life lesson is learned here. Don't forget to equip your items. Welcome to Bits of Time, where we ask the simple question, is this video game worth your time? Thank you for joining us. And today we're talking about East Origin. And after spending eight hours, 40 minutes and 19 seconds to see one ending of the character's routes, I wholeheartedly recommend the game. As long as you're into a bit more grindy action RPGs, which we will get into, I'm sure, shortly. I am one of your hosts, Michael. The origin of my being is not as complicated as this game. <laughs> well, I am the other host, Larry, and it is a fact that Hugo was not for me in this game, but I did play two hours and 11 minutes, and I do not recommend this game. Two in a row. Two in a row yeah, just feel, breaking my heart. I feel bad, brother. So we switched up the kind of the... Ordering. Ordering here, yeah. A little bit, and I was kind of like, when I saw that Persona 4 Golden and this one were back-to-back, -back, I was going to be like, oh, no, I'm going to break my brother's heart. <laughs> but like I've said before, differing opinions, that's okay. I can handle all the criticisms, which I'm sure you're going to lob at me. If it's your first time listening to the show, East Origin fans or East Series fans, well, we're going to dive in. Larry obviously didn't finish the game. I did, and we'll talk about why he didn't. Hugo fact. What? Like, what? Amazing. <laughs> what kind of name is that? It's a, it's, we can dive into it. The cockiness of four, four letter. Yeah, four letter words. Two, two in a row. Back to back. <laughs> uh, the big thing with fact, spoiler for East One, the last boss is called fact. Mm -hmm. okay. All right, so there's a little bit of connection there. Yeah, this fact is the is origin. Such a weird last name. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of weird last names out there. Smith. Very popular. <laughs> Fair. Are they Smithies? All right, Any Mike. Blacksmiths in a past life? <laughs> wow, you're going off on a tangent. What did you like about this game? Why did no, you I recommend it? I oh, yeah, that's a good point. But I do like to start with your negative Nancys. So, like, I want you to go. Oh, for, first, if you like, I'll, I will, you know what? We'll, you'll pass the ball to me, okay? Let's talk about a positive sandwich. We'll talk about the <laughs> negative in the middle for once. I think... This game has such a good cadence to it if you're into the grindy action RPG. And what I mean by that is leveling up in this game is so integral to the experience, almost like any, far away from almost any game I've ever played. One level makes such a huge difference. You'll be whacking mm -hmm. enemies, it'll take like five to nine hits. The next level will take like three. Mm -hmm. And that power progression that like uh, that just going up the hill is so satisfying to me yeah I, I would definitely say so for one when you say the grinding slashing around you clearly played as the lady yeah unica yeah so my experience was more long range i played hugo he kind of just which i totally told you to play unica first <laughs> yes. and you must have forgot that yeah i did <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, I play I will say this to his character, his credit, right? I love how cocky he is. He just like what is it? The uh we we fight the horse from Zelda all the time in this game. <laughs> what? The, the, Epona? The, Epona. <laughs> Isn't that the name of the horse? I don't think so, is it? It might be. <laughs> so 
The, the late. I'm pretty sure. Isn't that the name of the horse in Zelda? Yeah. Oh, I thought you mean in this game. I was like, there's definitely no Epona in this game. Yeah, there is. The, the girl that you fight constantly. Oh, her name is Epona. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was so the confused. <laughs> so I was like, what horse is in this game? Initially, I just have to get this out of my way because I have a theory. So the two little uh, people who are there to be your, you know, people you have to fight multiple times, mm -hmm. the group of them. Since you played the girl, do you fight the guy? No, you, so you do both, I think. Eventually? Yes. Okay, because I know the first two, because I fought them twice. I didn't progress further than that. Gotcha. But so I always fought the girl. I wondered if maybe the guy you fought if you were the girl. Ah, uh, I think you start off fighting the girl that way as well, if I remember correctly. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, but he literally, all the interactions there, every time, she, he's just like, you know, you don't have a chance against me. He's yeah, like, yeah. you know, you know. So I took it. Like, there was a fight. My second fight with her, the first one was really easy. The second fight with her was actually kind of a challenge, and I had like, I think it was like 12 HP left, and I was like, whew. And then literally the first thing says, well, that was easy. <laughs> You're like, I don't think so. Like, I didn't feel that. <laughs> so I will say it's interesting because Hugo Fact, very strong sorcerer, has access to magic. Unica, the other character you can play as, has no magic, but she is the daughter of a very strong mage and commander. Okay. So I like that. Uh, juxtaposition of the characters and how they interact with the world around them. Unica is very more aloof and she's funny. There's this line where, okay, so the very, it's not a spoiler, the very beginning of the game, cool opening anime cutscene, but then you start talking to a tree and it's so random. Again, the Zelda vibes in this game are huge. Yeah, like it looks like the Deku tree. You're fighting a, you're fighting a person named after a pony. The boss that I stopped at Reminded me of a Zelda boss fight for some reason, so I I, I couldn't beat the boss. <laughs> we'll get to why you couldn't and what you should be doing, but we'll get there. So when you you're talking to this tree, and this tree is a magical tree that can talk to you, which is interesting, very much like the Deku tree that's part of the earth. And what you are doing is you're coming down from this floating island up above, and the whole thing is the goddesses, the people who created this world, have fled there. And you don't know why, so you're going after them. <laughs> but you're talking to this tree, and he's like, "Hey, you're descendant of this person. I didn't recognize that name." He's like, "Yeah, my father. Something about like her father died in the war before you floated up to the island, so he stayed back to fight off uh, probably the demon hordes or whatever it is in this game." And she's like, "Yeah, it's not my my father's time has passed. It's his daughter time." And she's just like, <laughs> "Just like this, go get her." She wields an axe, and she's got no magic. It's pretty freaking dope. So I will say, you. Help me understand if this makes sense. My early thoughts on the game were the storyline is both confusing and simple. <laughs> so, like, they clearly lay out exactly why you're there, what's going on. Yeah. I got all that. But there was so much terminology used, and I was like, okay, who's this? What's that? What's it? Like, it feels like, because, okay, this says East Origin, which means this is the first one in the series. Maybe not in as far as release order. Correct. But, so this is okay. supposed to tie the world together. And I think a lot of those terms are like for people that have played the other East games, like, ooh, I but, know what that is. But in theory, this would be the one you should start with. Maybe. Okay. I don't know. Okay. I think it, it might be a good starting point, but. All right. Uh, the other question I have is, is somebody who didn't. So I'm clearly only a couple hours away from beating it, though. I think I'm a lot further than that because I really struggled <laughs> a lot of my playtime. That first boss that I fought was uh, when I, once I finally beat him, I felt very confident in myself. Uh, yeah, that's the thing about this game. The boss fights can be very difficult. Well, uh, 
Yeah, I I think I have a specific complaint. <laughs> we'll we'll get to that. Uh, are you always in the tower the whole time? Yes. Hmm. I wonder. So, talking about biome diversity, I feel like the later stages of the tower, as you ascend, change up the variety of what you're doing. And, you know, it's still a tower, it's still stones and whatever, but there's like a sand area, there's an underwater section. I'm very fascinated with how the tower is set up in real life. Because I, I was trying to imagine that. Like, because even I saw a little bit of biome diversity in my playthrough, and I was like, how is this tower set up? <laughs> it's a magical tower, there's man. A lot of magic. It's very, very fascinating. There's uh, a talking train you're worried about the tower? Hey, well, no, no, fair, fair. Good point, good point. Uh, I will say this. I actually, there's something about, so when you go from one level of the tower to the next, the way that the camera pans is really yeah. unique. So you like see the outside. You're yeah. like watching your character. It's a side scroller. It, or not a side scroller. It is a almost isometric. I don't know. It's a weird angle. Mm. Not it's just completely different than everything else in the game. Yeah, yeah. not top down. It almost feels like like there's like a fisheye lens to it or something. Yeah, like that. you can see the outskirts and it always looks cool. And I've every single time you go on the outside of the tower like that, I'm like, ah, oh, this is nice. Yeah, it's a nice little. Reprieve. Well, and you can tell you're getting higher up, too. They do a good job with the landscape in the back. Yeah, they have so. a good visual cues that, mm-hmm. oh, I feel like I'm getting higher and higher. Uh, yeah, so I guess then to get it out of the way for me, so gameplay-wise, I won't lie, like, the concept is, like, kind of brilliant. It's very simple. Uh, it's just, it's very easy to grind. I will say, old man problem here, it was hard to see the little jewels that dropped. Uh, they were very microscopic. <laughs> and so I played it on PS4. Uh and I, <laughs> I've played it on Vita and PS4, but I finished the game on PS4. Okay. Uh, like, no issues with the controls yet. <laughs> I have a specific issue. Okay. Uh, but as far as just, like, fighting the guys, learning the patterns for their attacks, like, I know there's... Uh, I, I don't know any of the enemies' names. I, I know you have the list. You can check them all, but... Of course. There's, like, the chargey guys. And I like the fact that you can, like, time it. You can, you can jump over them to keep your attacks going. Uh I, w- I wish you could move and shoot. <laughs> that would be like a, one complaint. But again, it makes you think a little bit more. You have to actually, and I don't know, maybe you get some skills later that you can do that. But I liked my lightning strikes. I liked my, you know, again, you just shoot like be- like little tiny dots at them. Yeah, so Hugo Fact, his character has these two floating orbs. Mm-hmm. And you just, yeah, yeah. almost like a shoot em up. It kind of, well, it also kind of reminds me of the orbs from uh, uh, Slay the Spire. Uh, from the oh, that's a, yeah. guy a little bit. Very similar yeah. in design and what it's doing. Yeah, uh, but then it's there are so you have I think it's circle. You can get a shield that pops up, but then with that shield that allows you to float when you're jumping for a little bit. That I you know yeah, it has this. It's the I think this is either the wind or the lightning. Yes, but, yeah, and it has a barrier that. Which you can do damage if you run next to enemies, but yeah, you do that have this. That took like, me a while to realize. That. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and what I really like about when you get these upgrades, so Unica gets very similar upgrades. Hers are not magic based. Hers are like ability based. Really changes that magic feels very overpowered in this mm-hmm. game in a good way. You can't spam it, but mm-hmm. you can definitely use it often enough. And Larry talked about these jewels uh, going out. They either replenish your MP, replenish your, you get bonuses mm-hmm. like experience. So the yep. more you collect. So, and then it has like this rotating uh, sphere of a, why am I trying to say a clock basically yeah. going in reverse and when that if you get a jewel it extends it so you want to keep moving yeah. quickly the, it, which it, so that and that was an interesting mechanic the I will say I didn't at first it took me a little bit to figure out like what was going on with that and when I realized that 
it does help you kind of pace yourself properly where you're like there was multiple times where i'd be in a spot and it would start going down and i'd purposely drop down to go fight a guy that i saw down there just to get some more stuff and that is the one thing about this game your experience bar i'm like all right i'm just gonna reload this screen and start chopping away some which enemies. yeah so that that's a very interesting so yeah it is when you said the term it's a grindy game like i don't I can't remember too many games where that is what happens in this game. You're constantly just like, hey, I, I just want to get a little bit stronger. Before I get into the next room, I'm just going to reload this room real quick and just fight all these guys again. Just because, you know, you see the progress of your bar going up. That's pretty satisfying. Uh, and then you have, there's the, you have your, basically, I guess it's your ultimate meter. So, like, I, I, what does your character do? Because I know mine, I get more orbs and then I just shoot a billion freaking oh, things at that's, once that's dope uh i think you just get more powerful and i think you're quicker if i remember quick correctly mm. i could be wrong on the quickness thing but you are just doing a lot more damage okay all right yeah i okay so all that out of the way where why did you stop so, playing okay well no no, no. first Besides. let me let me get to complaint number one. Oh boy <laughs> there's a laundry list <laughs> so i there's a part in the game where you have like these little like uh, masks or something. That you're not, you're not mad. What is it that you're putting on? There, well, there's one. I'm pretty sure it's a mask. Yeah. That allows, you, it changes the... It almost puts it like into black and white sort of, and it, it unlocks secrets. Correct. So as soon as I got that, uh, I was like, oh, okay. I'm going to start looking for secrets. I don't know if I misread it. I didn't realize this was an equipable thing. <laughs> so old school design. <laughs> I literally ran all the way back to the beginning, like to the entrance. And I'm like, and then all of a sudden I get, I got a text prompt saying like, Hey, you know, we're in here to go find these people. And I'm like, okay, well I missed something. So then I ran through everything again. I was like, I couldn't figure out what I was supposed to do. So finally I went on it. I'm like, okay, this thing must say something. So I went and clicked on it and it equipped. And I was like, <laughs> so, so then which cool concept when you have that equipped secrets are opened up, but you can't see enemies. But right. they're still clearly there. And so I, I started, me, instantly went back to all the old sections. And I'm like, well, I got to see if there's a secret back here. <laughs> uh, wasn't any that I found. But so I did all that. And then I got to the first boss. And the first boss, old school game again. I, you know, the first couple rounds of fighting him, like nothing's going on with his health bar. I'm just like, I, what's, I don't understand. Like, what, what's going on? And so... There wasn't a lot of prompts as whether or not I was doing something right. So I kept trying to run up and I couldn't get like I would get stuck like halfway. And so in my head, I'm like, oh, God, is this like just old school controls? I'm getting frustrated. So finally, I hit him once to a point where he staggered and fell. And then that thing unlocks on the top of his head. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, then you got to climb up and but well, you probably the, couldn't shoot. Him yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. So I had to climb up his arm and then sit there and <laughs> go crazy. And uh, yeah, I died on him twice and then the third time i finally figured the pattern out correctly and was able to get it but he did a he did a move on me twice in the first two times that i played that he never did on my third file hmm. and he did this giant swipe with his arm that i just don't know how to freaking dodge <laughs> <laughs> and uh the third time it never happened. So I don't know if that was the game being like, hey, okay, you know, or or I just got lucky. <laughs> yeah, probably just lucky. I don't know. But uh, yeah, so when I beat him, I felt really, really uh, satisfied. Yeah, there's an accomplishment. And the one thing I'll say about East games in general, especially from this style, is if you're having trouble on a boss, just go level up once or twice and you will go back and it'll be so much different. And that is what this game, it doesn't really tell you to do. You just 
kind of, I don't know if it's because I've played the other ones, you just kind of know that that's a thing because you can kind of see that you're you're wiping out mobs so much quicker after a, a level up. It's so fun to go back to the original areas and you're just, <laughs> you're just going through killing everything. That is definitely a satisfying component. I loved it when I would go back to a place to retrace my steps and all of a sudden the guys that was taking three shots to kill, they were dying in one or two. And I was kind of like, okay, so there is a noticeable uptick. Very in much the Diablo. You're going yeah. back to the original areas and just wiping the floor with your ultimate moves. Yes. Uh, so then my next gripe, and... I'm telling you, I read this a million times. I couldn't figure out what was going on. I, I, I was blaming on maybe my... I was slightly uncomfortable with the PlayStation controller. You get this blue necklace amulet thing that allows you to do like a double dash. Mm -hmm. I I spent 15 minutes trying... I was like, I, it, it clearly... I saw what it said. I was trying to emulate it. I could not get my character to do it. <laughs> like, I literally got to the point where I went on YouTube and I'm like, am I doing something wrong? And I was watching people clearly doing it. No problem. And I'm like, and it took me... I remember I set the game down. I just left it for a day. I went back to it again for like five, ten minutes. Could not figure it out. And you have to be able to do it to get back. Yep. And finally figured it out. <laughs> I don't, and I don't. I feel like I had it figured out in the first place. I don't know why it wasn't working. If there was something wrong with my controller, but it it was a constant, very fidgety thing for me going yeah. forward. Some of the platforming can be. There's this trying to get the secret chest. There's this one much later in the game. There's like a giant ramp you're going down, mm -hmm. and you're supposed to jump and then use the barrier aura mm. to give you a little bit longer float dash thing yeah yeah and just me trying to get that thing i was watching the youtube i was like i i, I can get this right <laughs> and so i try and emulate i'm like why can't i do it I, I will say this so the the blue amulet thing though the level of frustration i had was i spent like my first 10 15 minutes trying to do it and then i did have the realization like fuck i forgot to equip it again. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but then once even once i equipped it the part that got frustrated is i couldn't figure it out mm. finally got past that and then that's when I fought the second time the uh, Zelda horse lady, and again her character design like I just I thought the fight was cool you know she summons I thought it was hilarious because she summons the two guys and then one of them goes after her, <laughs> <laughs> and so I thought that was like really cool and I was like okay that's an interesting maybe tease into what the battles going forward are gonna be like because even our cocky character Hugo my cocky character was like I don't know if I can deal with all three of them, and of course that's not what happens so that was a fun fight. And then, uh, yeah, I got to the Caterpillar boss. Mm, okay. Very iconic. I feel like that's in uh, more than one East game. I feel like. I could be wrong. I could be thinking of a different game, but I'm pretty sure it's an East game. Yeah, that that boss battle I struggled with. So I, I was like, okay, I need to go level up. So That's I, the one you have to, like, hit all the pieces yeah. and then do damage yes. to it. Yep. Yeah. And... Yeah, for some reason, it, it had gotten to the point for me personally where uh, I went back and I leveled up. I think I leveled up another level and went back to it. And I kept the thing that kept screwing up with me was there's a move set that the Caterpillar does, or whatever the name of the, the boss is does where it goes like gets a neon glow and mm -hmm. goes in front of your character's yeah. screen. And I kept getting hit with that. I couldn't time it right. And it was just, it probably hit me at the wrong time, but I, I tried two separate days to fight that character boss, and I was like, and I, I just like, okay. I had trouble with that boss, too. I had to level up, and I even after leveling up, I was like, man, this is a pretty challenging one. Once you get the pattern, you, you know what you need to yeah. do, but when it does that yeah. extra move and the, you know, you're trying to dodge it, it's, it's tough, so I don't yeah. blame you. So, and I will say, and maybe you can help me understand, uh, at least with Hugo, and maybe this is why 
I don't know, maybe I'll I'll give the game a try again down the line with the female. <laughs> I doubt it. I doubt it, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, the magic, there was a weird hitbox with the magic where it, at a certain length, it would just disappear. And I kind of got a little frustrated with that where I did watch a little bit of gameplay with her after the fact and saw the really cool like circular attack animations or whatever. And there was a part of me that was like, hmm. <laughs> I was like, maybe I should have gone down that route. But yeah, I had forgotten you told me to. I feel like Hugo, I could be wrong, is the harder character to start with. I have no idea because Unica is all close range for the most part, especially in the beginning of the game. So I feel like that has a different... Which is interesting. You would have thought you would have picked... Because I, I know you like to pick your female characters a lot, but you yeah. also like to pick mages. Yeah. I don't know why. I think because she just... I liked her style, her yeah. look, and I was like, this looks fun. I have no idea who this is. I recognize the last name of that other person. I want to join this person. And, well, you know, I started and got all the way through. <laughs> so out of curiosity, then, for you, you beat the game. What level did you end up? Oh, my notes say... Level 50. Oh, wow. Okay. So, yeah, you, is that the is it capped at 50? I don't remember. It seems like it could be, but that's what level I wrote down. I have no idea if you can get higher than that. Okay. That's just, it's crazy that it ended up exactly 50. <laughs> right. It's, it's not uh, the norm, that's for sure. One thing I did know is East Origin was developed by Nihon Falcom Corporation. You and get me every time. <laughs> and published by. Exceed Games and Nihon Falcom Corporation on May 31st, 2012. Now, that was the re release on PC, which I did not play. It came to the Vita, uh, I think around the same time. No, a couple years later. But the PS4 release date that we had was February 21st, 2017. Is this the most recent game that's come out? No, we had East 9. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I remember that was twenty twenty one in okay. my top games of the year because that game rules. So, is the is something with the lettering? Why is it yeast? Because it's Y S. Is yeah. that just how you? Yeah, that's how you pronounce it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I have okay. no idea. It's interesting. I, I just wondered if there was more to it. <laughs> Not that I know of. I've never <laughs> looked up the lore of it. I just know you some YouTube people that used to call it something else. I forget what they used to call it. Y S. Maybe. Mm, okay. Yeah, it's just yeast. I don't know. All right. Yeah. No. Cool. So, for you then. Uh, Hardest boss. Caterpillar's up there. Final boss is up there. And there's one other boss that summons this other thing. And you're kind of fighting two bosses at once, and it, that was pretty difficult as well. Okay. And then how do you want to say names? Because, well, yeah. you know, that's fine. Uh, also, the last boss is freaking cool. Okay. So, so that's, a, I was going to ask. So that's a good thing because we both have that issue. Yeah, exactly. Names. Yeah. I, of course, you got to have more than one transformation. Love that. So you got two <laughs> stages. Beautiful. Okay. Plus right. the the look of them. And I, their their motivations are a little weird, and Unica calls it out. It's so funny to me. She's like, "So basically, you want to do this?" And it's like so <laughs> surface level, and he's the person's just kind of like, "Yeah, I guess so. You could take it that way." So it's interesting. She seems to be much more comical. His character seems to be much more like cocky. Yeah, it's very different. I have no idea what the third character is. And there's a third there. character. There's an unlockable third character. Apparently, if you beat it with. Both of them, which I will oh. do someday. Okay, so you do have to beat both before you get there. Okay. Yeah, because I unlocked it and they didn't show up on the menu screen, so I assume it's afterwards. Okay, gotcha. So what kept me playing is the grind, man. I just enjoyed it. The music that has backing the grinding, it's just bombastic metal riffs and stuff, and I'm just like, I, and there's 
a really nice progression system, like I said before. You just level up, you get so much stronger, you go on to the next area. Also, every item you find in this game, I think, is useful. It's either going to increase your health, or it's an item you need to traverse the rest of the dungeon. That was definitely something I noticed, is every item I got was very useful. Again, I, in the basic, I guess I was one-fourth of the way through. Uh, probably like one-sixteenth, based on how I play. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, items definitely felt like every time you discovered it, you opened up a treasure chest or whatever, it was worth it. See, Which is very cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Yeah, that's, that is very Zelda-like in that regard. But knowing that scouring this tower and finding secret rooms, yeah, the items you find are going to be useful. That is such a boon in my mm. aspect. Because there's so many RPGs out there. Action or turn-based. You find something like, dude, my inventory is like so full of just crap mm -hmm. that I never use. So, overall story, like, how did you, how do you feel? So, there's a dichotomy of that where there's some interesting story moments that I think this game is refreshing. Like, for instance, you're going to this tower, you know the goddesses are in trouble and people are looking for them, but you have a team of people that you meet up with and they actually have a plan that they're implementing. Like, mm -hmm. hey, we're going to go to these floors, you do this, you do that. I'm like... That is so refreshing to yeah. like the, oh my gosh, how do we get up there? <laughs> like that everybody just dies. They're actually getting... competent. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And you meet them the further and further you go mm. up. I really appreciate that. Yeah, okay. there's some characters you're going to save and bring yeah. back to the hub little area. I think the tie-in the tie-ins to East 1 and 2 is cool. Obviously, I can't talk about that. Mm. I like... The story bits that they build with Unica, so she doesn't have the magic, but she's friends with the goddesses, which is a really interesting take. And you get to build that relationship, and you also get to see more about her past. And I think that's, you know, it's not a, like a revelationary, revolutionary story or anything like that, but nice little moments sprinkled along. But no, it's not the best story ever. Okay. Yeah, because I will say, at least for me, I, I can't point a finger on it, but... The story for me just felt so. Uh, was it? What's a good way to word it? Secondary. It well, not even necessarily secondary. It was. It felt like it was just so character focused that there was literally nothing else going on. Mm, like, yeah. It, it was hard for me to connect to like what was going on in the world. It felt like the only thing of importance. And again, I'm not saying this is a bad thing per se. It just. It was a very different vibe than games you've recommended me before. You know, that's always... I deal with this in reading a lot. Like, there's some sci-fi books where it's mainly plot-driven and not mm -hmm. character-driven. And usually, I tend to lean towards character-driven. Mm -hmm. But video games, if you leave out the world-building, yeah. which you get subtle, <clears throat> subtle bits of it in the beginning, but... Yeah, there is no ramifications of overall story. I can definitely tell you this. Like, this is one of the first games I've played where I spent over two hours playing. And if you were to quiz me on what the rest of this world looked like, I would have no idea. I mean, like, I don't know if there's other humans. Like, is there another city? I have no idea whatsoever. And so that was a really, like, again, not necessarily saying it's a bad thing. It was just really strange. I guess the light. Linking I could think of would be Slay the Spire to this. It's Fair. one central area. You're just going to the top. Whether that's interesting or not story-wise, that's up for debate. I don't think it totally is. Oh, that, you know, that, that's an interesting comparison. Because I guess, yeah, I didn't. I could literally give two craps about the characters in Slay the Spire. Yeah, that's a good. Okay. 
but it's point. interesting about Slay the Spires because you run into those like weird merchants and there's kind of a backstory mm-hmm. there, mm-hmm. you know, looming in the background, but you're not, sh- it's not shoved in your face. And I feel like this game's kind of like that too. Yeah. They do throw around a lot of terms. Yeah. No, yeah, there is. I, that, okay. That, that's a good point though. That kind of hit and that kind of clicked with me though. I like that thought of it. Yeah. I w- again, I wasn't necessarily saying that it was bad. It was just, I found it odd that it just was like they lived, they existed in a vacuum. Basically. And I would say, going off that point, though, when you think of an RPG action or turn-based, you are thinking about the story as being a driving force for the mm-hmm. adventure you're going on. And East, to me, it's more secondary. It's more background noise. It's more reason to get you to a different place just to beat up enemies. Gotcha. Yeah. No, that, that's true. And again, like, I, you know, that's the weird thing, too. Like, you, you, you've been asking me this question a lot when it comes to games that I am not finishing or playing all the way through. And it's like, you know, what stopped me from it? Uh, I really think it was just the, for me, specific, because, like, the grind was repetitive. But, I mean, that's literally the definition of a grind. It, but it was it was rewarding like you know i could i like the fact that you could see the progress bars and everything was going that's not usually your taste anymore no but i do also kind of feel like for me it was really one button ma- like i was hitting the square button constantly that was yeah it. you do like that and then you know and you can't even hold on to it <laughs> you have to keep clicking it and so i kind of i think for me i maybe needed a little bit more depth in the gameplay a little bit to keep the grind a little more fun for me if that was the case. Cause yeah, they do add skills, but it doesn't overhaul the battle mm-hmm. system. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, it's it's a very, very rewarding system, though. It's like it's, clear, it's as clear-cut as you could possibly get. <laughs> hey, you can't fight this or beat this boss. All right, go back and grind. Okay. Hey, so I get that part of it, but I'm and actually kind of surprised you liked it. I didn't think that was necessarily yeah, your style. That's, that's the weird part. East scratches an itch that I don't know that I generally go to games for. But it, it just has like this, which is weird because East 9 specifically is a much longer game. Like this is, you know, I beat it under 10 hours for an action RPG. East probably takes you like 25, 30 hours. I could be wrong. I'm just making these numbers up. I got, nope. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look. I can't give you wrong information. Okay, so uh, it took me 25 hours to beat East 9. I ended up 100% completing it and it took me, let me read my exact numbers here, almost 47 hours. And for reference, just because why not, East Memories of Calcutta took me about 20 hours, almost 21. So they're longer games. Well, yeah, I mean, East 9, that's almost six times as much of a game. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And with that one, I beat it, and sec- I, re- I just restarted immediately afterwards. So I'm just like, <laughs> this is awesome. And one that did have some story payoffs that were really cool, like there's some mystery there that surprised me. But again, it comes down to, well, traversing in that game is way better. But it's the traversal and the combat and the music. And it just mm. hits a zone, a sweet spot, where I'm just like, yes. That's all I want to do. And again, and that's kind of the fun, though. If the grind hits right, you know, if you have the good music and, like, the landscape or whatever you're at is good, sometimes it's just, like, second nature. You're not even 100% all in. You're just doing it because you're like, hey, I just got to get all through these enemies. Let's keep going. Let's level up. Let's get stronger. It's go. definitely a dopamine hit. Like, oh, I hear the level up sound. Also, when you <laughs> open up a chest in this game, specifically mm-hmm. that music, that Ah, it's so good. Very true. Yeah. No. okay. Yeah, Yeah, so generally, I do not flock to story or character driven, story secondary type of games. This is all about the action. (laughs) 
that's it for me, man. I do like Unica though. She's a cool character. Yeah, I, 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 I'm really starting to regret that. I didn't. I should have. I don't know why. She's just funny. I ignored that. But yeah, because like I again, I liked Hugo's cockiness. There was a little bit of humbleness to him. He wasn't like mean, but he was just clearly aware that he was better than you. <laughs> and I kind of appreciated that style of it. But yeah, God, freaking caterpillar boss. It, it, it ended your streak that you might never go back to. <laughs> So I don't think I said this, but the stats were I died 18 times on this game, so a lot in a shorter period amount of time. And I did play on normal mode, and I did make it to level 50 like we talked about. One thing that's very interesting about this game, so obviously I said this was released for the PS Vita first, or PC, then PS Vita. This is a direct port from Think.emu ported this game, if I remember Mm. correctly. And the cutscenes are kind of grainy, because I feel like they're just using the Vita... Mm, port yeah. over and i'm just like that's a strange choice <laughs> I, I did i did notice that a little bit but. they're cool looking but yeah like on my big screen they're a little, little little grainy i wonder though too if you know how we were talking about the parts where you're you do the little animation when you're outside the tower going to the next level the fact that it does look just a little bit different i wonder if there's something going on there or if again it was just the camera i think it was just the camera because i remember being wowed about that on the vita version as well <laughs> all right very cool. All right. Well, speaking of wowed, Mike, you let me know if this is too far. But scenario question for you here. And again, at just with, like with last week, I'm kind of dropping <laughs> this on you. You haven't thought about it yet. I'm going to combine the persona side a little bit. Instead of a tower, we're going to go up a high school. Okay? going to go up a high school. But I need you to create two characters, and you need to give me what our weapons are. And each floor is a biome from the game. So you have to pick your three favorite biomes and attach them to the floors. Two characters, three biomes. Yep. All right. Got to have a normal, cool biome. But, it, but it's got to be one of the biomes in this game. Yes. So I'm just going to pick the very first biome that you go to. I'm and, familiar with that one. <laughs> and, so metal, stony, but also kind of futuristic looking. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of cool. Obviously, we're going to sprinkle in the cool views of the tower on the outside, or I guess the outside balconies <laughs> of our high school. There you go. The character. Yes, yeah, so you got to think you're looking at maybe like the soccer fields and stuff. Yeah. Or no, no, no. We're at base level at this point. So you're just thinking like walkways and Yeah, yeah. Trees. Outside, there's, you know, you can see the gate for the school. There we go. Probably a gate. Yeah. There's some probably high rise skyscrapers. <laughs> That's the one I'm looking for, not high rise. Same thing, right? Mm-hmm. The character that you can select. So oh, I've been playing a lot of Halo Infinite, so why not Master Chief? <laughs> For some reason, you know, he's... Uh, Master Chief invading a high school. Yeah, <laughs> take your dad to work day. He doesn't have a son, but he's daddy, so he's coming in anyways. <laughs> Obviously, he's got... Your brain I know. <laughs> of course, he's got to use a Halo gun, and I'm, I'm going to pick the Needler. Cause that one's strange and Ooh. interesting and a little bit like Hugo fact. It's going to... It locks on. It locks on. There we go. Okay. Master Chief and the Needler going up three levels of high school. So starting off at the metal. But also there's another character that can come in. And I feel like I just got to do the pairing that just makes sense in my head. Samus Aran. <laughs> so... And obviously, she has her blaster. So, so you, you got one male, range, one girl. You got two range characters. Yeah, two range characters. But, you know, Samus can do the... We'll use her smash moves as well so she can smack people with her gun. Okay. I suppose Master Chief can 
deck people too. <laughs> you, and then the items would work. It is you unfortunate the, that you picked two shooters for yeah. a school. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Master, Master Chief's upgrades, they'd work very well for this scenario. You can get the bubble shield. You can get cloak. You can get overshield. Ooh, yeah, Perfect. Yeah. Samus Aran still. Morph ball. Can go into the little crannies and secrets. You got her different visors. You got the beam upgrades, rockets. Yeah. That's all good. Beautiful. The second biome they'd go to, I think I liked the, we'll call it the desert slash sand. I thought that was a unique spin on things. See, this is supposed to be a cheeky way of just saying what your three favorite biomes are. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And then uh, the last part would be, we'll call it Dark Poison Realm, which is the second last one. And, you know, at the, we'd probably go to the roof, right? And sure. be angelic. It'd be very bright. Is that okay? okay. Bright sunny day on the top of the biome <laughs> diversity, and it would be Master Chief and Samus up there. Master Chief and Samus, huh? All right. They're just I like, like the perfect pairing. I don't know why. In my head, every single time I think about them. Cool armor, kind of stoic, futuristic, fun. And interesting, because of the armor, you probably can, like for the designers, at least you have a somewhat, they're not dissimilar, but they're not that far apart armor wise. So you can mm-hmm. kind of combine. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Yeah, that's my. All right, that is a heck of a scenario. I like that one. I think uh, the, the the what was it, the poison? How did you word it again? Poison dark fantasy. Something. I don't know what I said. Okay, interesting. Hmm. I might have to. I'm, you might have to show me that one. Yeah, it's pretty cool looking and uh, a lot of fun. Interesting. Kind of a little bit longer towards that tail end, but it was it was a good time. There you have it. East Origin, the grindy experience that. Is not the origin of this podcast. I mean, we've been doing this for a little while now. <laughs> I'm getting close to two years. That's exciting. Larry's just crack a lacking over there. So, is this a good spot to start East Journey? Maybe. I recommend East Nine as well. Uh, I hear a lot of people clamoring about East Eight. There's some weird translation stuff with that, so I stopped playing. I'm gonna get back to it. I have it on the PS4. I bought that, and that's maybe on the backlog, maybe. So. Anything else you want to talk to me about? Because you have nothing to do. <laughs> uh, yeah. Please. Please.